Welcome to Bikini Diaries. I'm Naima Thompson, businesswoman and IFBB bikini professional. Here, you will get the inside scoop from many bikini professionals and myself as we dive deep into the inner core of our triumphs, hardships, and evolution. This podcast was made to inspire, resonate, and enlighten others with all talks bikini in hopes that you never give up on your dreams. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now let's talk bikini. Dear Diary. This episode is brought to you guys by Team Boss Bodies. Have you ever wanted to prep for a show but have nowhere to start? Or are you that person who has no interest in prepping for a show at all, but you just want to get that really nice bikini bod? Or have you already accomplished your bikini bod and you've already been on stage, but you just want something a little bit more in your prep? You're just really ready to take it to the next level. Are you someone who wants to try a healthy approach to this dieting game? You want individualized attention and someone to be your guide telling you exactly what to do and when to do it and to also be your number one supporter. If you want to feel a part of a community where all of your goals really matter and you're achieving results and the results are actually maintainable, then I am so excited to invite you into the club. Team Boss Bodies is exactly for you. We specialize in women's health. We help women to reach their health and fitness goals. We believe in keeping food as high as possible and cardio as low as possible. We customize your meal plans to your likes and your dislikes. And we also create a plan that is sustainable for your life for the long haul. You also have the option of choosing a more flexible plan if you want to count macros. Each plan includes your training, nutrition, cardio, and supplementation. Plans are adjusted weekly to a bi-weekly basis, and you are checking in twice a week. There's ongoing assessment to target your strengths and your weaknesses, weekly consultations, and ongoing guidance. You get 24-7 access to your coaches through text and email. And let's not forget our perks. We have a Facebook group that's going to help keep you accountable and invite you into a community that loves you and that is on the same journey as you. And team shows to get all of our girls involved. So if this is for you and you're ready to give it a try, you can go to teambossbodies.com slash apply and use the code Bikini Diaries for 15% off your packages. Now let's get into the episode. You may remember her appearance on the Arnold stage. Or maybe you've seen her on the Big O Olympian stage. If you don't remember her from there, then you will definitely remember her from her latest victory, winning the Ferrigno Legacy. This woman has accomplished so much in the five years that she's been competing. In this episode, we will talk about her diet, nutrition, and exactly what she does to become at the top of her game. We dissect her training and the technique she uses to bring down her legs and to really form that champion physique of hers. This woman is beautiful, down to earth, and she is keeping it real with us on this episode as she shares with us her decision to back out of 2018 Olympia. She is beautiful and radiates the stage with her glow, passion, and performance. I am so excited and delighted to introduce to you ladies IFBB bikini professional Ruth Wood. Hi Ruth, how are you? I'm doing well, how are you? I'm amazing and like so overjoyed. I think I'm shaking right now. <laughs> I'm so happy <laughs> so that am I. here. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. Oh my gosh, you have been such an idol to me. You are so beautiful and I know everyone is going to, you know, get such a treat like having you on here. Oh, thank you. That's such a um, such a compliment. <laughs> Yeah, so I want to start the podcast off the way I always start the podcast off, and that is with a bikini hack. 
Just a series of questions for all of us to get to know you just a little bit better. Okay, sounds fun. Okay, so Ruth, where are you from? Um, Originally, I was born in Haiti, grew up in Miami. Um, Actually, my parents moved me to the States at the age of nine years old, and I've been living in Miami for several years until about four years ago, I moved to California. Oh, wow. Miami, (laughs) that's not too far from me, but now you're in Cali. Oh, my goodness. And Haiti, Mm -hmm. that's so amazing. That's so different from the States. Yeah, totally. Culture shock. (laughs) Yeah, I I bet. So how many years have you been competing? Let's see, about five years now. Yeah, I've been competing for five years. Wow, and you're already this year. You've already been to the Olympia. You've already been to the Arnold. That's just fabulous. That's amazing. Actually, I've exceeded my goals um, in the sport, so I'm very happy about that. Wow. What's the coolest gym you've ever been to? The coolest gym? Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. So definitely Fit Athletic here in San Diego. Oh, okay. We have several locations. Yes, we have several locations here in San Diego. Um, One is in downtown, Solana Beach, uh, and Carmel Mountain. So, um, yeah, it's definitely your the equivalent of Equinox, but better. <laughs> oh, nice. I'll definitely have to check that one out. What's your favorite yeah. muscle group to work out and why? Ooh, it changes. Um, right now it's my back. I like to train my back a lot more. I know most bikini girls like to train their glutes and it's their favorite body part to train, but um, mine changes. It, it all depends. Um, definitely right now my back. I like training my back right now. Yeah, and you have a fabulous back, so definitely we can tell that you spend a lot of extra time in the gym and you're really focused on that muscle. Definitely. If you could pick or you could just tell us like what you're doing now, um, fed or fasted cardio? Uh, I'm not doing fasted cardio at all right now. <laughs> um, um, my, my training right now is, is not as strict as is not as strict when I'm training for a show, mm-hmm. um, but I do go to the train. I do go to the gym seven days a week. I take Monday through Thursday. I do weightlifting and cardio. Friday is my day off. And then Saturday and Sunday, I train at the track. But when you're in training, like, do you do fed cardio or do you do fasted cardio? Um, it all depends on what my schedule is. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a real estate agent, so I'm all over the place and don't have a fixed schedule. So it's whatever works for me. I just make it work. Awesome. Now for some fun, donuts or ice cream? Um, neither. <laughs> That's a first. Pizza or burgers? Yeah. Um, burgers. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So she does eat. (laughs) 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 All right, so my next question for you is, name one or two qualities that makes you a very strong athlete. Hmm, two qualities. I don't believe in giving up, and I don't take no for an answer. If I want to achieve something, I do whatever it takes to get to that end goal. Wow. Very nice. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure you get this question all the time, but we all want to know what keeps Ruth motivated. Huh. What keeps me motivated? I would say myself. I mean, I like to challenge myself. I like to set goals and follow through. Um, and I like to see the result. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's a good feeling to have. So I'm actually, uh, I feel like I'm addicted to that feeling. So, hmm. yeah. Awesome. And, and can you bring us back to the time, like, like when it was like basically like your greatest bikini moment? I know you've had a lot of moments, especially last year, you know, um, winning a pro show is amazing, but bring us back to a time. It could be that time, but any time that you feel is, was like your greatest bikini moment. Oh, you're right. There's, there's a several. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, the first one was when I actually got first call out at my, uh, what was it? My fourth 
my fourth national show. Oh, wow. It was my first time I was called to join the first call out. And that's when I celebrated. Mm. And the rest was history. That was a moment. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Um, Another good one is when I won my first pro win was a great moment. That was the um, Omaha Pro. Oh, okay. Yes, that was in 2016. That was my first time qualifying for the Olympia. Oh, wow. That's amazing. And and then my third would be... um, the Ferrigno Legacy last year, mm-hmm. 2017, I won the um, Ferrigno Legacy. I remember that. that. Another, <laughs> yeah, that was another amazing win. Um, I mean, I had already qualified for the Olympia for this year, but that win actually got me an invite to the um, Arnold. So that was a plus. Yes, definitely. Definitely. You have accomplished so much. Um, if there was one thing that you could pick would be your favorite out of it all, would it be prepping stage day or post-show treats? Prepping? Hmm, definitely. I can be cliche. I can be really cliche and say I like the prog- prog- process, right? Um, hmm. It's okay. No, no one actually picks that part. <laughs> yeah. No, they never tell me fine. it's that they love the prepping. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I do like show day though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I like show day. It's, I mean, it's my time to shine. All all of the attention is on me. I mean, I have my makeup artist in the room, my coach, my husband, you know, and it's, it's perfect. It's all about me that day. And it's my time to show my hard work and have good times with um, other bikini girls. So it's it's a beautiful day. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And you definitely look beautiful on your, on your, um, on show day and like, definitely like your presentation is amazing. And you just like, like blow up the audience. Like it's crazy. Like if you guys have not seen Ruth on stage, you have to go to her Instagram. You have to check her out. You know, she is amazing. Thank you. There's no doubt about, you know, like how much you love the sport. We see it every single day that, you know, the sport is, you know, such a passion of yours. And I'm curious, like, where did, where did your fitness journey begin? Like, how did you develop such a passion for the sport? Well, my, um, I've always been active. I've always been active. And um, my brother, who is two years younger than me, um, we've, we grew up being best friends and, um, obviously, he's a boy, so I've always I've always done the uh, boy activities. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so in high school, he he played football in high school, and he introduced me to weightlifting, and that's when I started lifting weights. And um, actually, took a break because I was actually developing too much muscle. I didn't like it at the time, um, so I I quit my gym membership for a while. And then when I went back to college at Florida International University um, in Miami, um, I met a young lady who was training for a show. And at the time, I was new to Instagram. And I remember seeing a lineup of five ladies. And I was fascinated with everything, the way they looked, what they were wearing. I mean, I just loved everything about the picture. And I said, I don't know what this is, but I will be that girl. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, um, I mean, the girl who was training at the gym wasn't too friendly about sharing information, but I was pretty um, persistent. So I found out who her coach was and reached out to her. And that's when I um, started learning more about the sport and, um, yeah, and the rest is history. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I, I stumbled on the sport about um, because of Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Instagram is so powerful nowadays. There's so many things to, you know, kind of run into, I guess. But it's it's a great thing that you're able to see something like that, kind of like a woman empowerment thing. You know, seeing women, sure. you know, strong, beautiful, elegant, and kind of resonating with that in a way. And it just seems like you really um, – you had no fear. You're like, heck, whatever. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this right now. And you've done it. And I was kind of curious, like what time in your, in your, um, in your journey, did you feel like, you know what, I'm going to be an IFBB bikini professional? 
at what point I, I'm not sure if I remember a time, a specific time, but like I said, the, the moment I saw that picture of the top five, in, I know I wanted to be that girl. I know I could be that girl. I was already in the gym, so that wasn't an issue for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm a naturally uh, small girl, and um, all I needed to do was lift properly to um, gain the physique that was required for a bikini. Um, actually, when I first met my coach, um, not Juan Hernandez, but my, my previous coach, um, she she tried to convince me to join figure, but I knew that wasn't what I liked and what I wanted to do. So kept pushing and said, this is what I want to do. And if I have to do figure, then I'm not, you know, not really interested. Um, so yeah, I mean, I knew what I wanted to do from the beginning and I just did what I had to do to get there. Yeah. So it was no doubt I was going to become that next IVD pro or the next it girl in the sport. Like, you know, can you can you take us? Um, you know, you said you had a coach and you've had several coaches. Um, what are what are you, what is your training like? You know what I mean? Like you've made it to the Olympia, you've made it to the Arnold. That's something that a lot of us girls would like to do. Um, can you like bring us into kind of like your training style and what's kind of helped you? You know, get the great physique that you have today. Yeah, I just think that um, I think we have to like pay attention to our physique and do what works for us. Um, and, um, I think that's where a lot of girls fail, um, in the sport to try to, they're so inspired by someone that they think what works for them will work for, you know, for everyone. So I think you should study the sport, study your physique, pay attention and learn as much as you can and incorporate that into your routine. Really? Hmm. Did you feel like your your coach was there like when you started training like in the beginning? Um, did you have a personal trainer or did you kind of like train yourself or did you follow like, you know, a specific regimen? Like how did you work out? Uh, prior to the sport, I I actually <laughs> I did a lot of weightlifting, but um, I didn't have a specific regimen. I would walk into the gym. Honestly, I would do the same workouts every time. <laughs> so... <laughs> So a lot of us do that. <laughs> the same, I, I train legs every day. And so when I found my first coach, um, I had she had to work hard on bringing down my legs. So that was a struggle I had. Um, but once I learned how to bring down my legs and have a balanced physique, the rest was history, you know. Oh, my God. The honorary tees are now available. <laughs> I am stoked. These tees were designed by me and they represent everything this podcast is about. Strength, overcoming struggles, making the impossible possible, having a voice in the sport, and of course, never giving up on your dreams. If you want to be a supporter of this movement, then head over to naimafit.com slash shop to grab yours today. I will be ever so grateful. Um. So um, weightlifting, cardio, and um, the track. I sprint and I do the stairs, and that's my go-to. Sprint work is amazing. Like, how often do you um, how often do you do sprint work? Um, twice a week. I do it Saturday morning and Sunday morning. Oh, nice. And then, what about when you lift weights? Like, how often do you um, weight train? I weight train Monday through Thursday. So four days a week. And are you always training heavy or do you have like light days, heavy days? Do you have plyo days? I do have plyo days, but I usually incorporate plyo. I would say the last four weeks of my prep. When Once I feel like my muscle is where I need it to be, then I start to shed and and incorporate the The track, the plyometrics, all of that, the bands you know, the basics. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. And you said in the beginning, like you had a coach and she was able to help you in the gym, bring, bring your legs down. Right. Um, yes. after you were able to bring your legs down, um, 
were you doing like more online coaching? Like, did you have your coach give you a plan online or did you always have a coach at the gym? Because I know like me being, you know, an athlete, I've had people who have helped me in the gym before and I've also had it where I have my coach who sends me a plan. But every once in a while, I want to get back to having a coach in the gym. And, you know, a lot of us Olympian athletes, you know, they have coaches with them in the gym. So did you always keep your coach in the gym with you or did eventually you just kind of like, you know, did your own thing or followed a plan online? Um, I definitely did my own thing after a while. Okay. Um, I learned as much as I could and I just did my own studying. You know, I would watch YouTube videos and Google things and just incorporate those into my training. Um, I actually don't like to have a, uh, to be in the gym with someone every day. No, I feel you. (laughs) I definitely understand that. I know people can get a little bit annoying and it's like sometimes like the gym is kind of like your release, you know, you're trying to, you know, it's like this is me time, you know, so that's really awesome. Yeah, I definitely don't like the militant style of training, you know, (laughs) much prefer to drift on my own and get lost in the gym. (laughs) As far as feedback from the judges about your legs, like, was that always an issue from you when you first started competing? Um, it was the biggest issue. It was the, it was the um, f- feedback that I got most from the judges that I needed to bring down my legs. But by the time I was doing national shows, um, I had already, I had uh, got my, um, I was, I didn't have that issue anymore. Yeah, I've had that issue before as well. I had to bring down my legs. What kind of – there's a lot of us girls that we get on stage, and that's, like, one of our number one things. I, I think I spent a whole year trying to bring my legs down. So is there any tips that you could give us girls, like, as to how we can bring our legs down? Definitely track workouts. I went out there. I did sprints. I did the stairs. I did lunges, just basically body, use your own body weight Mm. to train your legs. Wow. Yes. So leg extensions, no way. I stayed away from leg extensions. Leg press, I stayed away from that. Hmm. So it's, and if you do use the leg press machine, I would go very light and focus on the muscle group that you're trying to develop. Um, But definitely, um, uh, body weight is the way to go to bring down your legs. Um, what else? Uh, no, I think all of that was great. I think that, you know, mm-hmm. inc- doing the body weight exercises, I've never really thought of that. I've always thought mm-hmm. of walking as one. Sprinting is great. You know, a lot of the plyometrics. Um, yeah. You know, movements or w- whatnot, but um, and, you know, avoiding other things like leg extensions and, um, you know, just things that are really going to um, – uh, initiate your quads, which you're trying to get away from, of course. So let's, let's dive into your nutrition a little bit because you look fabulous all the time. Could you tell us a little bit about your nutrition? Oh, I like to play around with my nutrition. Now, when it comes to prepping for a show, I keep it very simple. Grilled chicken, sweet potato, um, quinoa, uh, lots of greens, uh, spinach, kale. Um, yeah, um, and right now I'm actually trying the no meat diet. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> no, I have no desire, no plan to go vegan or vegetarian, but, you know, I just like to try different things and see how my body responds and see how I feel. Um, so I'm pretty flexible with my diet, really. But just keep things simple. <laughs> do you follow like a set meal plan or do you um, follow a macronutrient-based plan? I do not. <laughs> I don't follow a meal plan at all. I hate meal plans. <laughs> I, when, I'm on prep, <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm on prep, I go to the store and get the same thing every week. Um, grilled chicken. I'll get uh, chicken breast or chicken thighs, actually. It has more flavor. Um, I stick to cod, um, salmon. And how, how often do you eat a day? 
uh, four to five times a day. Okay. And how do you break that up? Like how, how, like who does, does your coach break it up for you and they tell you like, okay, this amount of chicken for this meal, this amount of chicken for that meal, or do you kind of like do like more an in- intuitive approach? Well, I do uh, three to four ounces of chicken or protein um, per meal. I don't, I try not to exceed that and limited amount of vegetables, whether it's green. Um, yeah, I don't follow a set meal plan. <laughs> you kind of just, you kind of just eat like when, how you please basically. <laughs> yeah. I don't eat how I please. That would be a lie. Well, not how you please, but I mean like you take the, you take those core ingredients that you've gotten mm-hmm. to the store. You're like, I, I know I like my chicken breast. I eat cod, you know, my, my hearty vegetables and my carbohydrate. And, and it's like, you know, in the morning, if I want to mix it this way, I'll mix it that way. In the afternoon, if I want to switch it up that way, I'll switch it up that way. But it's like, you're not really like glued to like a specific plan so to speak you just kind of you know you know you're eating towards your goals but you're doing it kind of like in your own approach I guess you can say for sure as long as you stay within you know the 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 food that you're supposed to have then I think you'll be fine wow that's amazing I've never I'm so intrigued because I've never actually like heard anyone um you know talk about this this approach um usually we're all glued to like our meal plans what our what our coach says we have to do you know exactly a hundred percent or if we don't then we you know we fail and all these like silly little things and it's just like that's yeah. obviously like not the case everyone is extremely different that is so cool yeah and I think any Olympian, or any girls, you know, who have done the Olympia or the Arnold, you know, and who's been doing the sport for, I've been in the sport for five years. And after learning so much, you know, you kind of find what works for you and follow that guideline. Hmm. Yeah. I can't imagine following a meal plan to the T for 12 weeks, eight weeks. (laughs) You know, without incorporating my own spin to it. Wow, that's amazing. Well, you've done a really good job. Like, you're doing awesome. So how do you, like, in prep, do you ever incorporate cheat meals? You know what? That was that was a big mistake. I, I've never incorporated cheat meals in my meal prep, during <laughs> meal prep. Yeah, never did. And I, it hurt me. Last prep, I was completely um, detached from everything Hmm. um yeah i think it's smart to allow yourself a cheap meal whether it's i don't know once a week or once a month i never did that Hmm. no you're you're not alone like the first few years i never got cheap meals either um it wasn't until i think two years ago i started incorporating cheap meals and that definitely helped um for sure but it's like there's so much damage that goes into play when you don't do it when you don't start off that way um so i'm still still learning how to do it in a proper way without you know feeling like i'm restricted or feeling like i'm missing out and like mentally like you know, mentally able to do it properly. But yeah, that's, that's interesting. So you definitely recommend that someone, you know, adds one in like once a month or once a week or something like that. Definitely. I mean, still keep it clean, but allow yourself to have that burger, you know, whether it's without the cheese and the sets of ketchup and fries, you know, just allow yourself to indulge without that guilt, that guilty feeling. Yeah. It's really hard. It's really hard, but I think it's smart to do that. Hmm. Have you ever done like a carb cycle or, um, you know, <laughs> anything I like am, that? Yeah. Carb, no, carb load, not. carb back, you know, whatever they want to no. call it. There's so many methods. No, I, I never tried that. And um, I, 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 again, I think it's something that is beneficial hmm. to um, a prep. And I never allow myself to do that. I, I'm the hardcore kind of <laughs> Girl. You know, a lot of us are very curious about this. Um, and it's because you've made it to those big stages. Like, how's your cardio? I know you said you do sprints and, you know, you do plyos, but how long do you do cardio each day? Um, During prep, I would say 40, 45 in the morning and 
20 to 30 in the evening. And that's towards the end of the prep. The beginning, I'll just stick to 45 minutes total. Okay. And depending on how my body is um, responding, then I'll see if I need to incorporate other more, 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 more cardio. If I need to hit the track or do sauna, plyometrics, you know, you just pay attention to your body. No, I definitely understand. And, and how do you um, approach peak week? Like, does your nutrition change at all? Yeah, I'm a control freak. I kind of do my own thing during the prep. But when it comes to peak week, I'm like a baby and I just let my coach do and I follow his plan to the T. That's the only time I follow any plans to the T. Peak week. I don't want to mess it up. (laughs) I feel you. That's interesting. Do you ever have to like restrict water? Do you do like a water load or? Um, I keep the water in until about, uh, see, Thursday, I drink half a gallon. I think Thursday, I'll drink half a gallon. That's when I start cutting. And then um, Friday and Saturday, I sip as needed. Okay. Awesome. And then like with the nutrition, it's, do you do like a carb load or, you know, like a, um, a it carb? Depends. It depends. Yeah, it all depends on how my body is um, looking. How it's looking. Yeah, for sure. What's your go-to, like, carb food? Like, when you're backstage, like, right before you're about to, you know, line up or you're, you're pumping up, like, what, what kind of carbs do you eat to fill yourself up? I mean, <laughs> honestly, I have no appetite the, the day of the show. Oh. No. <laughs> Too much adrenaline. So I nervous, no, right? Yeah, no appetite at all. So I just eat to survive. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'll do sweet potato or baked potato or piece of chicken or um, rice cake with peanut butter, you know, the basics. Okay, the basics. So you're not like, you know, squirting honey down your, your mouth or... <laughs> Oh, gosh, no. I've seen like girls do, you know, interesting things that have always been, you know, in question, of course, like how, you know, what's the method? What's the, you know, how much honey do you eat? You know, kind of thing. Okay. So you keep it very simple and then you're just like, you know, rice cakes, peanut butter, you know, get that fat yeah. in the system to fill out the muscle a little bit and, and then you're good to go. Yeah. Maybe in the morning I'll have like bison. For oh, okay. Oh, yum. I love yes. bison. Yeah, I'll have a piece of bison for breakfast. Um, actually, no, that would be my second meal. My first meal is uh, plain oatmeal. Hmm. And then I'll eat the bison. And then backstage, I'll have um, the rice cake with peanut butter. If that, depending on how I feel. I know you said that you are very much in control of everything that goes on around you. That's like your your um, nature, your personality. How exactly do you handle stress or when you're under pressure? Um, uh, definitely yoga. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not a – believe me, I, I know nothing about yoga, but I do know it makes me feel good when I'm stressed out. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. And – um yoga what else um just reading positive things and listening to positive podcasts just, what's your you know, favorite podcast um yours <laughs> <laughs> you're so silly <laughs> yeah bikini yeah, diary oh my gosh i love you that's amazing <laughs> That's awesome. So you do yoga, you do podcasts, just anything to kind of like relax and get your mind off of things. Absolutely. Positivity all the way. Yeah. Awesome. And how do you, how do you think that you balance like your lifestyle um, and prep? Like how do you, how do you balance being married to such a wonderful man and, you know, and then also have to like compete. And then also, you know, you said you're a real estate agent, so you're working, like how do you balance it all? Um, my husband is very supportive of everything I do. Um, so that right there makes life a lot easier. Um, he's supportive of my career. He's supportive of me competing. Um, and he's busy. He's a busy guy himself. So I have a lot of time to do what I want. <laughs> um, yeah, and plus, obviously, time management is huge. You know, you just if you want to do something, then you need to make the time for it. 
Um, no, so by the way. Yeah, yeah, I definitely understand. Um, so what exactly does being a professional in the sport mean to you? Definitely to be a role model to um, other girls, um, uh, to give advice, and um, to, to give back. Mm. Can you think of a time that you've used your professional card for good? I know it's kind of a silly question, but <laughs> I feel like when we get when we when we turn pro, you know, they give us a card, and just like what you said, you're, um, you know, helping girls out in the sport, and obviously, like you've been on this podcast, so you're giving back in so many different ways. You're being an excellent role model. Oh my goodness! But can you think of another time that you um, feel that you've used your professional card for good? I think I use my professional card for good in, in day to day life. I'm always, people are always inspired by the fact that I compete and I have such a profound dedication to the sport. Um, whether I'm getting my lashes done or getting my hair done, people are always asking me fitness and uh, fitness tips, nutrition tips, you know, and they're always inspired by my story. So I think I use it every day and I don't, charge for these advice <laughs> they're pretty darn good too and if you if you listen and follow you you, you would get results for sure <laughs> that is so funny i love that you said that mm -hmm. i don't charge for it and that's that's wonderful mm -hmm. i love that about you but i do charge for posing oh okay <laughs> tell us more <laughs> yeah. i do charge for posing um i think it's that um I think posing is my is one of my strongest suit in the sport. Um, and one of my things is to I think I can help girls build confidence through posing. Mm. And um, and I have done so with many athletes. Um, and I take really I, I take much, much pride in that, and I absolutely love it. <laughs> Wow. And do you do uh, Skype posing? I know you have clinics too. Like you've hosted clinics. You've been, you've done some traveling and stuff like that. Do you also offer like one-on-one -on -one Skype posing? I do. We, I offer one-on-one -on -one Skype posing um, also in, in, in person if we're in the same city. Um, oh, I'm nice. actually working with a few girls right now doing nationals, um, not masters nationals, USA's and leading up to the Olympia. So it's, definitely um a fun little hobby <laughs> to have nice so i kind of want to dive in since you mentioned the olympia um it just kind of you know brings me back because this is you've already done two olympias correct no i've i've done one olympia you've done 2016. one 2016 yes, last, yeah i did not compete last year i was close but i didn't make it okay and then i was yeah then i'm qualified for this year but it's not gonna happen <laughs> Can you tell us about that? Like why you decided to back out? Uh, it's so many reasons. Um, so last year I started competing in June, from June all the way up to um, November, which was the Ferrigno. And then I had the Arnold in March. So you can imagine um, I didn't have uh, a long period of time to rest after doing so many shows. And last year, and to dive into the Arnos after the holidays, um, it wore on me um, mentally, emotionally, physically. I was drained. I was tired, and it took a lot out of me to to pull out of the Olympia this year because I wanted it. So I wanted to do it one more time before I take a break from the sport. But things didn't roll out that way. Um, I, I think it was a smart move of, of me to um, decide not to do it. Um, emotionally, I wasn't in, I wasn't there. Hmm. Mentally, I was disconnected. And this is the Olympia. You can't go there and just try. You know, you have to bring it and give it your all. And I don't think it was fair for um, to 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 do it half halfway. You know. And also, I uh, said a couple months ago, can't remember exactly when. Few 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 weeks ago, I did a cryotherapy, um, and um, actually got a second degree burn from that. 
And mm. that was another setback that totally discouraged me. So, you know, after that happened and I didn't know how well I was going to heal by September. So, you know, and um, out of all places, I got a really big burn mark on my right glute. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. You know, lucky me. Oh, my goodness. So for some of us that don't know what chirotherapy is, could you kind of explain a little bit about what that is? It's the equivalent of like ice bath. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So they put you into this cold chamber mm. for about three minutes. Oh, I couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Oh, mm-hmm. well, we're going to miss you at the Olympia. That's crazy. Oh, I'll be there as a spectator. I already have oh, okay. I will be there having a good time. <laughs> nice. So if anyone's there, you'll remember <laughs> to like come find Ruth because she will be there cheering everyone on. So that's good to know. For sure. Yes. Awesome. Well, you have been just absolutely amazing. Like, who has been your mentor um, in the sport? That's a hard question. Um, you know, I, I've i met a lot of good people in the sport. You know, I take bits and pieces from each person and try to incorporate that into my life and in my journey in the sport. Um. I don't know. Should I say my coach? <laughs> if you feel like your coach is your mentor, I mean, anyone that you feel that has definitely um, helped you through the process, you know, or, or it could just be someone that you look up to. You know, there's a lot of people that may not you may not even know they may not even know you. Um you know, there's so many people that may not even know you, but you look up to them and you follow their journey and they kind of keep you going. Um, you know, and that's definitely a mentor as well, you know, someone who puts out educational content that you follow um, and that's kind of helped you. I know you said you watch a lot of YouTube videos and, you know, your mentor could could be your husband, your support system, you know, who's there for you. I mean, support system is extremely huge. I definitely think that that makes or breaks athletes if you're with someone who doesn't understand what you're doing or didn't sign up 100%, like, can definitely affect, you know, everything. So, I mean, mentors can be, you know, anyone. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you put it that way, I would say I've had uh, many mentors in the sport and during my journey. And I don't, I don't want to say any names and leave someone out. (laughs) But I totally um, understand. Yeah, but as far as like the bikini athletes go, Bianca Berry is definitely a role model for me in the sport. Oh my gosh. Yes. I would definitely agree. I would agree. I've definitely seen her on stage many times and she's amazing and just as gorgeous as you are. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, um, if you could say, if you could, um, tell us like, what would you think is like the biggest lesson that you've, you've learned in your journey? Biggest lesson I've learned in my journey, um, honestly is to appreciate my failures and to never give up. Mm. I've come close to giving up um, while trying to earn my pro card. And, you know, and, you know, if I did, I wouldn't be where I am today. And, um, and to appreciate my failures, although I've had many successes in sport, I've also had many failures as well. And I learned from those. So um, definitely appreciate your failures. Definitely. What would you say is like the hardest thing for you in the sport? Like what's been the toughest? <laughs> the toughest? Um, <laughs> what's been the toughest thing for me in the sport? Making friends. <laughs> that's funny. That's, it's, yeah, yeah, that's tough. It, it's tough because although we have a lot in common, we're, competing against each other so there's a limit there's a barrier there mm. you, you can't go all the way in we can't be you know you know you understand what i mean i understand 100 you know, yeah <laughs> if we're best friends and we're competing in the same class and one person is winning and the other isn't then naturally i think it will cause some drift between in the friendship mm. so yeah, we're friends, but not really. <laughs> that's, 
No, I, I completely understand. I feel like, um, you know, even in the sport and, and through social media too, it's a little bit of a, of a, um, competing thing going on. A lot of people competing for attention and, and, um, you know, in different aspects, I can definitely see that. So that's interesting that you said that, but it's definitely, um, something to address. Do you ever feel like lonely in your journey? The most lonely I've ever felt was backstage at the Arnold. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. It was definitely, you know what? It's not because of anyone. It wasn't because of the girls. Everyone was friendly and nice. But by the time I did the Arnold, I was mentally and emotionally out of it. Hmm. I wasn't there. My body, I was there physically, but I was not connecting at all. Yeah. I couldn't wait to be done. Mm. Do you think it, yeah. what do you think that comes from? Do you think it's just the intense training and the food? Do you feel like there's something that you're after that, you know, nothing's really feeling that for you? Or do you feel like you've accomplished so much that you're ready for like the next chapter in your life? It's a little bit of both. Um, I was definitely ready for the next chapter in my life. Um, and plus, I didn't get a long break. Hmm. My yeah, my previous show was in November, and then I had the holidays, and then I had to start prep, like, right after New Year's Eve. So I was emotionally tired. I was physically tired, and yeah. Yeah, no, I completely understand. What would you say are your goals for, you know, moving forward? I know you said that you backed out the, out of the Olympia, and you're thinking about taking a break. Are you going to take a break for a year, two years? Are you going to um, – yeah, so what are your plans? What are your goals? We all want to know. <laughs> um, within the sport? Yeah, just within the sport or, you know, personal plans, anything that you'd like to share. Well, right now I'm uh... – the fact that I'm not competing right now, I have more time to um, uh, have more clients in real estate. Um, um, definitely, I'm always on the mini prep, whether it's for my birthday or a party, an event. <laughs> I'm never not on prep. Um, I think we all can relate to that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, we're always eating super healthy, you know, and we're always, like, you know, subconsciously thinking about um, what we're eating and, and working towards something because it's our lifestyle, you know. It's who – it makes us yeah. who we are, you know. There's a break. I always say, you know, bikini and competing is so mental. It's like even though you're taking a break from the stage, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're out gorging, you know, stuffing your face. It just means that you you keep the same principles and you – you do the same things and you're still in the gym, you're still eating healthy, but you're taking that mental break. And that mental break is so important. You know, it's like a yeah. big oof, release, yes. you know, and so you can focus <laughs> on other things like, you know, your business, getting clients, you know. Um, I don't know if you're if you want to have kids or anything like that, but, you know, uh, those things, you know, those things are things that you, you know, you start to focus on and then, you know, you can bring it back whenever you're ready. Do you think that you'll um, come back to the stage or do you think that you are hanging up your heels. <laughs> oh, that's hard to say. I doubt I'm ready to hang up my heels. I'm ready to. Hang, I mean, I've already hung up my heels. You know, for this year, maybe next year. But um, I think I would like to do more shows in the future. But I'm not in any rush at all. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I hope I'm pregnant. I hope to get pregnant. I don't know. <laughs> That's a possibility, yeah. That's amazing. I, I only yeah. mentioned it because I have extreme baby fever, but, you know. <laughs> That's yeah. Funny. That's awesome. Well, yeah. Congratulations to right you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't say I was pregnant. Oh, well, we'll find out soon enough. So Soon enough, yes. <laughs> That's wonderful. But um, I do have another question. This is like my favorite question. So awkward because everyone's like, what do I say? But it's okay. You can say whatever you want. If there was one thing you could confess, whether it be good or bad, about your experiences as a competitor, fill in the blank, dear diary. Oof. Dear diary, if there's anything I can confess about my journey, ooh, I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Dear diary, 
I feel really good about my decision to um, pull out of the Olympia this year, 2017. Um, it was a real, I went back and forth with my decision, but ultimately I knew it was the right one for me, both emotionally and mentally. And um, I wish all the competitors a, an amazing prep and, and a wonderful show at the Olympia this year. Thank you for your confession. Ruth, you have been absolutely amazing. And there is just so much that we've learned from you. I feel like we have definitely, you know, learned a lot about who you are, where you came from, you know, got a lot of your personality and stuff. And it's so it's so awesome because so many of us look up to you. You've just accomplished so much in your life. And I hate to conclude this episode, but what advice would you give to, to someone wanting to become an IFBB bikini professional? Oh, my advice to anyone who wants to become a ISBB professional, it would have to be that um, I hope this person uh, be mentally strong. Make sure that you are mentally and emotionally strong enough for the sport, because you will be influenced in so many ways and by so many people. Um, I think it's you know if you start out with a good head on your shoulder and being able to make your own decisions for yourself, um, you you get far and you do well. Wow, that's but it is definitely not. You have to be strong. Hmm. <laughs> it will challenge you for sure. Definitely, that's wonderful advice, Ruth. And if we wanted to find you, maybe get some of your bikini posing sessions, where exactly could we find you? Yes, um, so I have two Instagram pages. Um, you can find me at, at D underscore Ruth and D underscore Ruth 86. You can message me, uh, DM me um, about my posing. I'm always available. Um, yeah, I would love to pose with you ladies. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope you have a wonderful um, day today and thank you so much. Thank you so much. If you love this episode, just as much as I love this episode, and you know someone who may love this episode just as much as you and I loved this episode, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you could help me help others. So please, if you loved it, it takes 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review and share with all of your friends. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and always remember to never give up on your dreams.